0: pleasure right now to welcome to the program one of the authors of a really fascinating book. It's called Partnership Parenting, How Men and Women Parent Differently, and we're joined by Dr. Marsha Klein Pruitt. I want to talk about this book. I had a chance to read through it when we got it, and and it's really a great idea for a book. I think when people have kids, they kind of assume that they're going to know right away what to do as parents, and that's not always the case, is it? Not,
1: and the the reason we wrote the book is I'm actually well known as a divorce researcher, and There are literally 100 books out on co-parenting after divorce, but there were no books out about co-parenting in the context of marriage. There is a little bit written about what when infants are born, but nothing about as children are growing up, and that's where so much of co-parenting happens. And so it was really interesting that that was absent. And we thought we'd better fill that gap. Well, I think the only way that
0: you would know any parenting tips is from your parents, and that's how it's passed down, unless you have some kind of guideline. And then hopefully if your parents were good ones, you'll have good guidelines. But in many cases, that's not always true. And bad things pass off from generation to generation. Have you found that in your research?
1: Certainly. We know that to be true. But even if people are trying to follow things from previous generations, what's happened is such a swift change in the number of mothers who are working, um, because second incomes are needed, because women's careers have really begun for parallel men's and so many men have taken to either working from home or becoming primary or almost equal caretakers, or in some cases, um, equal caretakers, that couples have really had to shift their expectations, their roles, and their behaviors with each other, and whenever there's that kind of rapid social change, there winds up being a period of uncertainty about how people should behave and a disappointment about what people expected, and that's what we're seeing in marriage. That so study after study shows us that when couples have their first child, they Satisfaction in the marriage begins going down and keeps slipping all the way through that childhood.
0: Yeah, the roles uh, are different now than traditionally, years ago. My parents were uh, fortunate that my dad had a you know, traditional 9-to-5 kind of job, but my mom stayed home, and I guess that type of, of family uh, upbringing is just going away. I mean, there's no such thing as really the 9-to-5 work uh, job anymore. It's going, it's going down, so both parents have to work. Uh, that kind of changes the whole roles of parenting, doesn't it? It does,
1: and even when parents aren't working all the time, the, the kinds of work, hours, schedules that you implied are so different today. So what we're finding is that men and women do this differently. And we all know that it's wonderful to have support and someone else working alongside with us. It's also easier to do it ourselves. And as mothers who often have the um, lion's share of responsibility for family, care and for children. It's a complicated process to let the guy in who's fabulous and wants public does things different. He riles the kids up when I'm trying to calm them down. He wants to um, sort of increase independence and frustration tolerance, and I want to help my child feel comfortable and, and successful. Those are what mothers and dads have to offer is important because they come out it a little differently, it often winds up feeling to the primary caretaker, who's often mom, like, um, he's working against me. He's not really being very helpful. I don't really want him to do it that way. So I start telling him what to do, and pretty soon he's angry with me, too. What,
0: uh, in your book, can you give an example or two of, uh, of dads, uh, what uh, what may they, they have to do differently, or or maybe not traditionally, that uh, as a co-parent, maybe they have to take a different role. Can you give an example or two of that?
1: Sure. One of the things both parents have to do is begin really thinking about being a teen. He has to think about when he comes in and being helpful or disciplining in a different way than she does, Is he really supporting what she's been trying to do for the last four hours at home, or is he coming at it from a different perspective so that suddenly the kids don't feel like they have to listen to mom. He needs to be aware of what she's thinking and feeling, and since women are often the ones who bring up problems or conflicts that they want to discuss, he has to make sure he's listening, that he's not feeling defensive and that he's... Um, really trying to be a team player. Also, that he's stepping up to the plate. He's not just coming in and stepping in, but he's stepping in knowledgeably. He knows the plays. He knows what she's where she's headed. He knows his child and what his child needs. And so he's working in concert with her. He can do it differently and will do things differently, and that's great. You know, the kids love that and thrive on it. But they should also have a sense that mom and dad are not you know, heading in different directions, and they're not mad at each other
0: for it. Yes, traditionally, you've seen uh, cases, I'm sure, in your study, uh, doctor, that uh, kids will work uh, mom one way, and then dad comes home, and maybe he's uh, the more easygoing of the two, and they'll work in a different way, and, and uh, that's what causes problems, right, when there's that inconsistency.
1: Exactly, I think we used to tell everyone that they'd be on the same page, and we're revising that a bit. As professionals, we know that it's important that parents have the same goals that they know which page the other parent is on and that they're not too far ahead or behind them in the book. But they don't need to be doing things exactly the same way. And in fact, kids really thrive on the difference. They need both of what moms and dads have to bring. It's not about doing things differently. It's about the attitude with which you do them and how you're together
0: on it. Dr. Pruitt, I, I know you mentioned earlier you uh, also have a, a background uh, in, with uh, as a divorce counselor. Are you optimistic? I mean, you hear those statistics, on marriages, so many of them end in divorce. Uh, is that getting better as far as people staying together? Or what's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, the divorce rate has stabilized and is no longer climbing. I think that um, we're seeing a shift towards more conservative attitudes in that although everybody would agree that marriages are vulnerable today, they'd also agree that people feel that marriages are as important as they've ever been. So what we're finding is that we recognize both the fragility of this very precious, very important relationship, that people are still free of marriages, they're still going to go the second marriages, not at the rates that, we used to there are a lot more people living independently having children independently it's become more of an, um, an acceptable way to be to not be in a married relationship but those who are in marriages are really um, valuing them thriving and overall so, as a society it doesn't look like we're going to climb into you know, despair anytime soon. I think that both marriage and divorce are here to stay.
0: Are you optimistic uh, that the that, that people are are becoming better parents? I know this book is going to give a good guideline, but uh, from your studies, uh, are, are people paying more attention to to better parenting now? I sure. so well, parents have to work more. I guess the, you know they have to really make a dedication to focus more on parenting, don't they?
1: People are aware, especially middle-class parents, are, are quite aware of what it takes to parent. One of the things that, that does offer. There are many examples with activities, um, little tests to help you think for yourself, am I being a team player, if I'm mom, am I monopolizing or, or dominating the way my children are being raised, if I'm dad, am I stepping up to the plate, if we're in this together, are we really thinking about our children's safety, our children's involvement in music, sports, computers, their child's social life, their early foray into education. Are we doing this the best way we can? And our very last chapter is actually about preventing divorce. It's about how you keep your marriage and your parenting alive and playful and growing throughout your children's young years so that you don't turn around and start thinking about how we have to do this together. After the marriage is broken down, but you keep it as the strong center of the.
0: Are uh, you have a website, Doctor, if you, if you want to have one, a personal one, or just to direct people to the book if they want to get more information on it? Do you have
1: one? Um, they can go to MarshaPruitt.com or CarlPruitt.com, and they can also go and get the book on Amazon or in most local bookstores.
0: Great. Partnership pairing is the name of the book. We've been talking with Dr. Marsha Klein Pruitt. And Dr. Pruitt, appreciate you joining us today. And uh, next time you're in Sarasota, please look us up. We'd love to meet you in studio someday.
1: We'd love to thank you guys.